0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Underground Treehouse podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one-fourth of your host, Ruben. Joining me as always is Isaac. Hello, hello. Marcos. Hi. And Keenan. What up? And this week, we're going to be reviewing the newest release by Paramore. Holy shit. This is why. Keenan's pick, but as always, before we get into that, we're going to be giving you our music recommendation of the week, as well as our local
1: beer recommendation of the week.
0: Isaac, start us off with of music.
1: So I've been into this artist named uh, Amaloo, and oh yes, you already know, baby. She has a song called Northside, which is fucking phenomenal. But the song that I'm recommending is called Same Old Ways. It's it's some good shit, bro. Her voice is so soothing, real good flow, and just overall, just like a not to be so simple about it, but it's just a vibe, bro. She, she, she's just real chill with her shit, real slick with her shit. So mm. if you like, uh, I guess, what would you say? Like, like pop rap or
0: yeah, or like,
1: like indie, vo- I don't know, bro.
0: Well, she's like on that new wave of like UK R and B. So if you, yeah. if you listen to anything like green tea or like, yeah, uh, like joy crooks, it's kind of like, it, yeah, I guess pop rap.
1: Yeah. Cause she has like a that. flow, you know, but at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. pretty much if you like good vocals and, uh, and even better delivery, check her out.
2: All right. The artist I got for you guys today is Blum. That's spelled B-L-U-H-M. It's a duo based in the suburbs of Detroit. They are a synth indie pop band. Damn. They only have 1,600 listeners on Spotify, (laughs) so please go run them up. They're so good. Songs are super beautiful. Um, Their lyrics are super lovey-dovey. And I think I'm pretty sure their bio says it's music for lovers and leavers. So uh-oh. very um you get very uh cigarettes after sex vibe. Uh, the song I have for you guys is You Go First. And again, by that's by the artist Blum.
3: Yeah, my recommendation for the week is by a hardcore thrash deathcore band. Whew. Um called Doomsday. From the Bay Area, Rift City, Bad Boys, Oakland Thrash, Bohemus. you fucking know, go hard as <laughs> shit.
0: Damn,
3: we're listening to them in the in the in the inside of uh, Ruben's house uh, before this, and we we're having a conversation. It was my turn to pick a song, and as soon as those chords ripped, motherfuckers all stopped talking and took a moment to appreciate <laughs> life. We literally all stopped yeah.
0: talking. It was a showstopper. We all, for
3: the first time, experienced an orgasm together. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> Very. Some would say it was a spiritual
0: experience.
1: Yeah.
3: Some would say it would, it would be a spiritual experience. Yeah. It's a bonding. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. All things to doomsday.
0: Aye
1: aye,
3: Captain. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, that is mine. Uh, my <laughs> recommendation. Um, he came out with an
0: EP called "Depict Depictions of Chaos." My recommendation of the week is going to be one of the two producers from the hip hop groups or er, from the R and B group Sonder, D Pat. So I'm just shout out Sonder real quick. Brent Fayez, D-Pat, and Otu. You need to listen to it. If you like Brent Fayez, like they elevate him to a whole new level. But I want to shout out D Pat specifically because he has two beat tapes. He has Bloom and he has Left Unsaid. And this oh man it's hard to even really put into words, but his production is next level, man. His use of samples, like, he's very abstract yet soulful. It's, like, a very, very beautiful combination of the two sounds. Um, he hasn't released anything new, so unfortunately, these are, like, a little bit of an older recommendation. But you need to be on top of him if you're into, like, any type of hip-hop or R&B production. Because this dude is at the top of the game, 100%. D P A T. And Again, the projects are bloom and left unsaid. I think bloom is on streaming services But left unsaid is like I can only find it in like a long-form YouTube video So I don't even know what the songs are called, but just listen to the whole thing. It's fucking good Alright, our local beer recommendation of the week is gonna be our second beer from gravity bound It's gonna be their newest IPA the moon tan off their description from Instagram this delightful style distills the best parts of hoppy goodness while leaving everything else behind Loaded up with Citra, Strata, Columbus, and Cascade hops. You'll get loads of bright citrus and passion fruit notes on top of a hoppy dank base. While it clocks in at 7% ABV, the body suggests something more akin to your favorite light lager.
1: Damn, Lion, that shit is dank as hell. Dank as fuck, baby. Yeah, I need to go get a
3: growler of this shit
0: because it's perfectly good. said. Yeah, well and said. that's a good point, Marcos, because this is new. At the time of reading this, this post was made six days ago. It's a brand new beer. We don't know if it's canned, so you need to get there and you need to get that shit off the tap, get it in a growler. Again, ride your bike. You'll get a dollar off your first pint. 100% worth it. And again, that's going to be the Moontan IPA from Gravity Bound Brewing off of 3rd Street near Lomas. Hell yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Cheers boys. baby. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. This is Why by Paramore. Keenan, what led you to this
2: pick? this is a band if you've heard of them you you know a hit from them if you've never heard of them you know a hit from them this band is still making great music
0: oh pretty good a peek into the review already yeah, they're yeah. still making
2: they're still making great music um is it a change i guess we'll see yeah, we'll have to find out but again this is one of those bands that's just so iconic you know the name you, you know the lead singer. Uh, she's constantly in the news with standing up for something. Um, very political. And so, if you're not familiar with the band, you're definitely familiar with the songs. And so, okay. this name is just so iconic. And this is one of the bands from our generation. And so, to see that they came out with a new album, you know, it's hard not to see. They're all over the place. So, of course, I'm going to pick this album.
0: Great pick, man. Absolutely. And... It, that's a that's a very good point because I've never listened to Paramore, but what? I no, I've never listened to any of their albums. But like you said, Keenan, I know what? all the hits. You know I all the know hits? all the hits. No, I I ain't gonna lie, bro. Paramore never just really like they never grabbed my attention, other than the hits. Like I've never felt the need to. This dude this was downloading
2: bootlegs book. off of LimeWire, though. What? While Paramore was popping off. What? So. No. <laughs> <laughs> this one will listen to
0: hey, jerk, though. Hey, FBI, don't listen to him, bro. They're going to fucking raid my computers, dog. What the <laughs> Would
1: you download a car, Ruben? <laughs> you wouldn't download a car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. The, yeah, you're right. This is definitely a huge band. And it's their first album since 2019? 17. 17. 17. 17. Jesus Christ, After man. Laughter. After laughter. Right, right. So it's been a minute since we've heard anything new from them.
2: But what's what's cool? To, what's cool though is um, there are two members within Paramore, including Haley, that they have their own side projects going on. So mm. since their last release as Paramore, they've they've been um, making music still. Right. So whether it's uh, been self releases or a part of another band, so mm. they're they're still active. And that's a guitar player, right? No, Zach Farrow is the drummer. Oh, he's the drummer. <clears throat> okay, well.
0: Just getting right into the sound. So, like I said, I have never listened to a full project from them. I was actually a little surprised that, like, the more I don't, I don't know how to say it exactly, like indie kind of pop
2: beer sound.
0: Are they? Do they normally have music like that? Yes. Or is this a completely completely new sound?
2: Yes. This sound is new to them as a band. Uh, as a band, yes. As this a is, band, this is completely new. Um, no,
3: this is very along the lines of exactly. Like how they sound though, you're tripping. How am I tripping? <laughs> this literally sounds like fucking uh.
1: Like you're saying, it sounds like Riot. Cause God no. No, it sounds. Or like... brand new eyes. But oh. yeah,
0: because I, because I mean, like I said, I'm familiar with the hits, so I was expecting just straight punk through and through. Like I didn't no. expect to hear. So that's the thing. So much of this.
2: That's the thing. Like when you think Paramore, you're thinking Riot Paramore, which was that heavy, fast-paced pop punk, right. which is what they're. What that's where all the hits are, and um it's they they do kind of get into like that more like indie sound mm-hmm. but their latest release After Laughter is definitely more like dance and like pop uh,
3: yeah and that's what I'm referring to because this gives me Hard Times vibes Hard Times vibes oh uh, yeah that was After Laughter yeah so I'm saying that's that Not yeah. exactly I'm talking about After Laughter I'm talking about from their fucking debut album they've grown since then no, yeah, of
1: course. Last True, one. But I feel like after laughter was more like a throwback to like '80s sound. It definitely like, was. It was. And, and, and I don't get like '80s vibes from this. Okay. It was literally like '80s, like dance pop. <laughs> like, oh,
2: I don't know. We're going to debate on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
0: We already are. God damn. All right. But I mean, it's safe to say that you know they they definitely just don't stay within the realm of punk. Like they they've moved on and. If you've listened to Paramore, obviously, this isn't news to you. This is news to me. So that, that's Boy, why I asked. Bro, Everybody is, listening right now is like, is just, yeah, fucking dub. It's <laughs> all rock at this point. This is just all rock. It's just all rock. <laughs> it's just all rock. So getting into it. Um, uh, how do you guys feel about this is why? The first track. Because oh, I heard this. I was like, that was it's good. Just, it's, a, a it's, a <laughs> it's, it's a statement. a statement. It's definitely a statement. It's boppy. These lyrics, bro. Very boppy. The nah.
1: lyrics on this whole album are so profound, but especially with this first song, because it's literally saying, you know, we're going to do what we do. Take it or leave it, bro. You exactly. don't like this, thing. go fly a kite with no wind, bro. Exactly. Because we're going to keep doing what we do. And if you don't like it, pound sand. And I fuck with that. I love that energy, because people are always saying, "Go back to the fucking old Paramore, man. Go back to misery business, blah blah." And it's like, no, we're gonna evolve, and we're gonna keep doing what we do. And if you're a Paramore fan, you're gonna fuck with us, and so be it. You know. And And they grew and they did
3: it very well. I feel like so far in this song, in this first track, I think this is the the uh, hook is kind uh, of a statement. Other than that, I completely agree.
0: Yeah, definitely a statement for sure
3: Yeah, it sounds off the rip Like they matured But still kept the same The same uh, Like energy? Energy, yeah Oh yeah The same energy
2: And it's crazy because this is They go on to say that This is the last track That they recorded for the album Which uh, is insane
0: yeah, That's fucking and nuts, And then to throw dude. it
2: to Throw it at us like that yeah. And then to go back to Isaac What he's saying um, Like Haley's They're one of their most popular songs Is Misery Business And mm-hmm. she doesn't They don't even really play it live anymore Oh, hate she it. stopped playing it because it's like uh... the lyrics yeah. within the song. You know, it's just she's trying to grow as a person. She's moving past it, and like everybody is just they're hurt because that's what they want to hear, right? And they just recently like started playing it, yeah. And so, oh, they restarted playing yeah. it, yeah, so yeah. So, Billie yeah. Eilish, Billie Eilish brought out Haley. At like a show in like LA or something and they played that song. And then like ever since, I'm pretty sure they've been playing it, but Oh, that's kinda yeah, hard. Yeah, she
3: actually. also had I think it was in Bakersfield, California, where she had a concert and uh she said that she doesn't like playing the song, but for some reason she played it. And I don't remember exactly the reason she gave out, but
2: it's gonna shout out my hometown like that? Whoa. I'm fucking crack it ass town.
3: Shout out Simone. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are, bro? Bakersfield, California? Jesus <laughs> Christ.
2: From Marcus from the Valley, that's dog. A, that's some shit you yeah. don't want to say in public, dog. <laughs> <laughs> i surprised you didn't start barking like, Fresno Bulldog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if if some fool from the Valley tells you that, bro, oh, I mean,
2: it might be shocked oh. at that point. I'm going to say that. for <laughs> yes, Sure. So it, it's cool because uh, Haley's, Haley is known for wearing her heart on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. And so to come out with this song, like we've been saying, it's just, it was just a statement, just very in your face. Like, you know what? You yeah, Ruben fuck doesn't with like us, it though. If you don't fuck with us, move on. <laughs>
0: well, Marcos. <laughs> oh, Marcus. <laughs> oh, Marcus. Yeah, you've turned into Marcus already. <laughs> yeah, We're like bad. 15 minutes in. Marcus with hell? silver teeth, dog. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, yeah, you're right about one part. I do not like this song. I do not like this song at all. But I'm glad that you guys, you know, are, are bringing up that point with uh, Haley Williams because um, she fucking she is a dope lyricist, man. She's a super dope songwriter. I I really like the lyrical content pretty much from front to back. I, I I like everything Same. that this song is, or th- I like everything that this album's written about. You know. Same. Um, so being on the topic of like Haley Williams and her songwriting and stuff, I love the lyrics on "Liar." Just fucking, bro, she talking some shit on this. Oh, yeah. She'd she be talking that shit, bro. And the melody, like, this song is just so, like, super slow. Like, this is what, this is like the ballad of the album, I think. But, man, she's fucking pouring her heart out talking that shit, bro. I Her performance on this is great. I do want to shout out the drummer because if I, if I don't shout him out now and just <laughs> keep it established, I'm going to shout him out for every song. Right. The drummer, like, yeah. the drumming on this whole album is fucking dope. But he shined. Everybody shined on this track. This is one of my favorites for sure.
2: In this at this point in the album, the instruments, you know, shout out to the drummer. But the instruments alone, like, everything is good. They're so tight-knit. They're so on point. There's no hiccups. And it's just raw. And, it, like, that's, like, the punk aspect of them. Yeah. It's, like, they're just free flow. They're just letting, letting everything out. And... They're, they again they have no hiccups and everything is on point Haley's voice she still has it it's so even though she's like toned down a bit i would say her singing is just it's perfect right and marco said it best earlier is that you can tell they've matured from where they started off to to where they are now and it's still it's still bops 100 percent. and real quick sorry just yeah
0: you had a good point just to clarify this is the third to last track so this is definitely in that second half so th- there's a lot you have to get through to get to this so
2: yeah yeah sorry but no all the instruments are good throughout the entire album like like you said with the drummer like everything they're so tight-knit they're on point mm-hmm. they
1: they have their sound down i love her real just like commanding presence on, on a lot of these songs when she's when she sings bro and she gets in like that real like I guess you'd say, like, passionate pocket, I guess. Like, and you hear it, like, it, like, almost, like, cracks in her voice a little bit, you know, but, not like, not in a bad way. And it on a lot of points on this album, you could just, you feel it, you know. She, like you said, she wears her heart on her sleeve, bro. She wears her fucking voice on her chest, bro. Like, she, <laughs> you just feel that shit, you know what I mean? And as far as this song specifically goes, like, it's... It's nice, bro. It's how you were saying, like, it's so chill or whatever. Like, shit literally re- reminds me of a Sufuan Stevens song. Like, the way it just, like, builds and the and the the flavor of it, you know what I mean? I love that shit. And the, the ending is a straight-up highlight on the entire album. Like, I love the ending to this song. Oh, the, yeah. the ending to this song is fucking tremendous. And, yeah, just really like this, like, more stripped-back sound, you know? Yeah, you're right, dude. Like, especially in this last half, like, I really think that
0: they're in their pocket, like, in this latter half where it's very, like, slow down. You know what I mean? I They sound impeccable at the end of this shit. Yeah, I really like
3: the heavenly sound this song uh, had because I'm not really into, like, slow jams like this. I have to be in the mood for it. But I could not find, like, the... the I cannot find the effort to skip the song man. It's just when her vocals hit, when that slow uh that slow beat came in, it's just like fucking hell and she wrote it with it, man and like just what you said earlier too is just like you could tell that she's singing with pure emotion. Like she's forgetting that she's in the studio and she's just singing like she's in the fucking shower just you know after a heartbreak. Damn. Yeah, really in emotion, bro. It's like you could you could tell that she's not doing this for
0: fucking money or for the bag. She's doing this to Stab someone in their fucking heart. And then that leads us right into the very next song, Crave, which again hits all the same points that I talked about with Liar, which is like. But better? Uh. Yes. Yeah, I'd say yes. so. I, I mean, wouldn't it's, say it's, so. Really? Yeah, but go off. You go first. Okay, well, just real quick. Like, it's very close. Because, like I said, I love this whole second half and these two songs specifically, but I love the. Uh, dog anything fucking nostalgic sounding anything talking about nostalgia that shit gets me hella cozy bro and like she she just has a really good way of portraying that like her lyrics convey that sense super well and then again like we said the instrumentation bro this band it's almost like um it's not math rock but it sounds math rocky with how like uh like tight and concise they play
2: bro they sound like block party (laughs)
0: Oh, blo- oh yeah, there Bum, go. Bump, I, bump, go. Bump, I fucking bump, love Vlog Party. Bump, good shit. Yeah, dude, it, it's just a wonderful song. I fucking love this song. It's my favorite song in the album.
1: Damn. Damn. Yes.
0: Favorite song <laughs>
3: off the album. Favorite song. Fucking yes. hot take. Yeah. Trash yes. take. Yes. What? So, I'm joking. It's pretty good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would say um, compared to the rest of the album, this song is definitely uh, step down. Oh, <laughs> For, compared flocked. to <laughs> compared to what? Compared <laughs> to, I wasn't listening. I was ignoring you. Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs>
0: He said it's a step down
3: from the previous song. No, from as, the whole album. As
2: far as the Aww. energy of the album, yeah. As oh, far I remember, as the I energy, tsh, everybody just uh, <laughs> uh, everybody's uh, just about to write me off. Uh, as far as the he sound, was. <laughs> as far as the sound of the album, uh, this song was definitely um, it was toned down. I'm sorry, it would be toned down compared to everything right. else that we've had so far. Uh-huh. And like Ruben, you you explained mm-hmm. it perfectly. This band already being nostalgic in itself. We we get these nostalgic lyrics and that nostalgic sound, it's, they couldn't have wrote a better song. Literally, like you said, just talking about nostalgia and how she's just longing for the glory days and wanting to relive them because they were once on top of the world and here they are, they're milling out, this is like their plateau, they're like that aging band that's just kind of like, damn, eh, we're just gonna keep playing our music, but psych, here we are, we're still kind of going up because yeah. everybody knows who the fuck we are, <sighs> Seriously. And th- this song perfectly describes everything there.
1: Yeah, this song reminds me of that episode from The Office where Andy says, I wish there was a way to know you're in the Google. The Google, bro. <laughs> the grr. what? What's your gun sound like, Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, that beep, was my beep, beep. Beep, that beep, beep. That was my <laughs> beep. curtains calling. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Spence. Spence. <laughs> 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 Cause when I fuck them, my dick goes stupid. No, that's my gun. Uh, oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> my gun, baby. Uh, Hell yeah. My guns go boom, boom. Your gun's drawn. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. What
3: cartoon is it where they shoot and then the gun just like fucking?
1: Oh, the Looney Tunes. <laughs> is it, yeah.
3: it is a Looney Tunes. Yeah. It is a
0: Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, it is Elmer Fudd where he gets a shotgun and then it's all yeah, limp. yeah it's all limp. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, my guns right there.
1: I thought I saw some pussy. I uh, thought I saw a pussy cat. <laughs> no. You mean dog? I'm talking about. Oh, Control yourself, homie. Jesus Christ. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, I love the lyrics in this song because it reminds me of that episode from The Office where Andy says, "I wish you." I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old times while you were in the good old times. And, like, that's literally what this song is about. And I fuck with that. I literally have in my notes, this is, like, the Ruben effect. Because I remember me and you always talking about, like, nostalgia and the way it plays a factor in our, like, oh happiness, essentially, and yeah. the, the way that it could either affect you negatively or positively, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I, I just... I don't know. That's what it reminded me of. But gotcha. yeah. O- otherwise, though, like this, this song is very relatable. And anybody who's ever had a longing for, you know, the past and the way things used to be, then yeah, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this song. Haley Williams does a great job of putting herself into the mind of the listener.
3: This song could definitely be a banger if you were paying attention to the lyrics or a horrible song, depending on how you perceive nostalgia. Because some people hate nostalgia, especially these days and age. How so, how so? People just hate that uh, our generation markets off of it. And, like, glorifies it? And glorifies it. it.
0: Oh. Like, okay, we get yeah. it. Move on. Yeah. So, so you're saying, but, like the fact that they're making a song about that people could hate it yeah because oh.
3: i've met some people who are just like tired of hearing nostalgia tired of it tired okay. okay they're remaking fucking the mermaid the lion king all this shit like you know and they're just like tired of hearing just the word nostalgia so right. it could be a drag to certain people but not me i like nostalgia i like you know remembering the old days and stuff like that i don't care if they mark it off of it um still a good song i honestly think it's a little bit of a lesser composed song than the previous song, Liar. I think Liar is a better composed altogether, better song. I could find myself skipping this song more uh than Liar. Lyre. is non skippable. Liar is definitely non skippable, but this song uh just didn't flow
2: as well as uh Liar did. Alright, so we kind of already like talked about the sound and everything and how they're maturing, so like we can dive into the lyrics. And I feel like one of, the, one of the heavy topics of the album was in the song The News, because it's something we've all been through, and it's something we're still going through. And we're probably going to continue to go through stuff like this throughout our lives, mm-hmm. and that's war.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get it. I don't know. I think we should be looking at the news from ver from very f- verified sources don't be fucking watching no fox news bro but like with with the topic of war and everything like i can see you know why, why uh like exposing yourself to that shit would be tough like it it's like we we have so much shit going on in our own own lives you know what i mean do we really need to see all this fucking other dread going on in the world so i get it i get
1: it the answer is yes Inform yourself, people.
3: No, I my opinion on the news has changed recently. That it's so oversaturated, where it comes to a point where you don't even want to fucking pay attention to the news. Right? Like, is the most important things really that important these days? Or getting covered? Like, for example, the derailment in uh, I fucking, and East Palestine. Yeah. Uh, Palestine. Um, that didn't get as much coverage as fucking Rihanna vs. Ripple. So like, I. I this point a lot of people are probably just tired of just hearing the news because the stuff that is important isn't getting as much coverage and it happens more often than not so
1: yeah I agree I think uh, people are fucking over it bro people are fucking over it and I think people want to they I think people are kind of sick of the bullshit and they just kind of want like a straight answer a straight shooter the news has become so sensational now that it doesn't matter what the fuck it's about it just we need a fucking body count We need to know how many people are affected. We need to know the tragedy behind it. But they don't give a fuck. And I love that the lyrics are about seeing this tragedy, seeing the bloodshed, seeing all this shit, and being pretty much feeling helpless to do nothing about all these things going on because, one, you live in fucking a first-grade country or first-world country, you know, aka America for us, and then, two, feeling like, you know living behind your screen donating to some fucking random fund me or whatever isn't really helping the issue at hand or you know whatever you know each case is different but whatever it may be and i don't know that's fucking true bro how many people donated to you know xyz cause but then got on instagram you know right after fucking turned on netflix right after completely forgot about it you know like <laughs> There's no, there's no staying power. There's, there's nothing to this shit anymore. Because, I mean, how many times have we, how many mass shootings has there been this year, like fucking fifty already? Like, and people don't give a fuck. They only care when there's a lot of dead people. That's the only time people care nowadays. You know what I mean? It's well, I mean, and, and, and I don't mean to bring it on such a surface level thing, like, like such an American problem as you know you know mass shootings but it's mm-hmm. fucking true bro it's fucking true like people people don't give a fuck unless it affects them you know what i mean and people only want to help it seems for the clout points
0: but Haley williams is fucking yeah true. shout out to the fucking black screens yeah, for bro. black lives matter yeah you know, the you're really showing your fucking your alliance by posting a black image on your instagram i do think though that at this point it's just it's just all headlines we're so desensitized to this all this violence that it's like you know, oh, well, here, there's another shooting.
2: It's the know, fact
0: that it's a new cycle.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say we're right. just so used to it. It's being played, especially like here where we are. Yeah, it's it's nothing new to us. Right, like literally, we just chalked it up to like, oh, it's just it's just Bakersfield, it's just it's just the South <laughs> Valley, it's just this. Uh-huh. It's like, and it just goes. Just listen to the song, because here in the here in the bridge, let me read you these lyrics. Explorative, performative, informative, and we don't know the half of it. Rhetorical, deplorable, turn off. Historical and all along we called it normal. All along we called it normal. Dog, Fuck. I mean it's it's what it is. I mean she said it she said it better than we ever <laughs> could, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty right? much. Right?
2: Every second our collective hearts breaks. All together, every single head shakes. Shut your eyes, but it won't go away. Turn on, turn off the news I mean I think we said it pretty good to be honest yeah
0: yeah I mean we, <laughs> we might have went a little bit deeper but yeah well I mean that that is just a testament to the fucking songwriting if we could go on a whole tangent and like start our own conversation on that shit just from the basis of the song
1: alone like come on let's no. see be said I'll also I just sorry real quickly I love the energy of the song though. It fucking reminds me of like an old system song, System of a Down. See? Like, it literally reminds me of like War or Boom or. See, and I, I got those.
2: And I got like, you get very like Riot vibes from from this song. Riot vibes? The, their old album? Oh. Riot? <laughs> my bad, my bad. So like, the fuck is Riot? I've never heard so of So you, that. Get, <laughs> you get old vibes from Riot. You got that very heavy. Um, fast-paced punk sound, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, And so, and then ov- obviously, to go with this message, I think it's perfect. But yeah, the the sound of this sucks. I don't like the song. Look at the song. You're
1: tripping! <laughs> the sound, I love this song. No,
0: I do not like the sound. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I really, let's see. Let me pull it up real quick. So, first track, this is why, no. I don't like the sound. Second track, the news, no. I don't like the sound. Running Out of Time is good. I like the third track. Brits and open. then uh, the fourth track's trash.
3: Yes. The only song that I don't like. Thank you.
0: Siet, uh, Isaac, our residential uh, French speaker. How do you pronounce that? Our palm. I'm <laughs> What does that mean? What
3: do you mean? What does that mean? Are <laughs> Are you trolling?
0: <laughs> <coughs> We need the English translation. need <laughs> <shit. laughs>
2: English translation, please. What does it mean? It means... Sensational. Sensational. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You're right. really going to say that shit? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, like, Yeah, I mean, really, all the way up until the fifth track, for me, is, like, pretty lackluster. Uh, songwriting's good, but... And then, again, the instrumentation. You know what, low-key, you know what I think it is? Is, and this brings us back around to what we were talking about—the fourth track. Um, Haley Williams just has some annoying shit on some of this album, and that fourth track, that hook, is fucking annoying, bro. Uh, I'll
1: I'll give you that. It's annoying but good. That yeah. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Annoying but good. It's catchy (laughs) as hell.
2: It's there. You go. It's. Super fucking no, catchy. I hate no. this it's, like
1: shit. A, it's like a it's like an earworm of a song that you don't like, but then you yeah. end up humming it anyway because it's that's yeah. how affectionate it is. All all of these hooks are so fucking catchy. Whether you like them or not, that's a different story. But to say that they're not the catchy fourth is, one is one that I don't like.
3: I, 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 I wouldn't agree. But it's really catchy.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, if the whole point of it
0: is to be catchy and like get you hooked into it, well, yeah, it does that. It, I mean, if it's good or not, yeah, I guess that's up to. It. Up to the interpretation, you know. But yeah, no, this shit
2: was. First, I can't fucking stand this. First shit. listen, first couple of listens, it's annoying. It is, but it, it grows on you. Like we oh. said, it, it, it's a little catchy. It grows on you. Okay. So personally, that's. I'm not skipping it. Damn. Honestly, I don't think I'm skipping any of these tracks. But what? Me either. I'm not skipping. Damn. Uh, I'm I'm playing this album through, but I I can see where this one can lose you.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said. Track one, two, and four. They're all skippable for me. But You're
2: crazy. I can't. You're crazy. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I
0: can't do it. <laughs>
1: what? Oh, whoa. <laughs> bro. not <Isn't
0: that> crazy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just out of myself, not being the one Paramore fan. For real, you
2: <laughs> fuck. Literally, the top two tracks are in my top three. <laughs> God, what the fuck, dude?
3: That's crazy. Now that's crazy. See? No, dude, the, the fucking second half of the album was way better than the first half. Second half
0: is so goddamn good. So good.
3: It is good. Can we just jump it, into the God. fucking, like, the only three Bible songs tracks? left that are, like, the oh. best songs off the <laughs> album? <laughs> Go ahead. Lead us in. Well, okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. Big Man
3: Little Dignity, fucking banger of a fucking song. The intro automatically catches you. So, the fucking <laughs> intro to the song, where is it from? The intro to the song, where is it from?
0: It's from Paramore, dog. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's from a fucking a uh, sound engineer.
1: What song? That's not Mayhem?
0: Shut the fuck up. Burzum? Where's it Berzum.
1: fucking
3: from? Like, <laughs> and I, it, like it's a sample? I, I don't know if it's a sample like or not. Interpolation? It could be inter- interpolation, but I've been thinking about it all fucking week and I can't figure
2: it out. It's from Carlos De La Garza. Hello. Who's that? The producer. <laughs> 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 I feel like it's fucking from.
0: where? Fuck I, it doesn't sound familiar to me. I have doo, no idea. Doo, but I agree. This doo, shit is doo, gas. Doo. I'm fucking pissed, though. At the very end... They have this super dope jam session going for the last 20 seconds. It only lasts 20 seconds, and then it fades out. I'm like, really? You couldn't have just fucking given us another minute of that? It sounds so damn good. But
2: Ooh, that's what happened on little Yachty last week, son. Which song? God damn, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was Say Something at the end. When you guys are a keyboard, oh, you yeah. to start going. You're right, And yeah. you're like, oh, and it starts going up, and uh-huh. then it goes. Whoa, yeah. And then he puts in the cassette. And he goes, i paint the sky for you. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't care, dog. Keep that jam going. Because he had the synth going, the keyboard, and the drums in the back. Yeah. I'm going to play it when we get in there.
0: Oh, no. I, no, I got you. That was my favorite song in the album. But, no, I. it's the same exact thing with this, man. I love the groove that they have with that. And then just for them to fade out within, like, five seconds of them starting it, oh it drives me crazy. I
3: think your vocals are, like, the best. Uh. The lyrics in this one are great. The yeah. lyrics, but her vocals, her singing is fucking amazing. The big man, and then like that pause with the humming, and then the little dignity.
0: Yeah, dude, her harmonies on this shit is fucking unreal.
2: My favorite, she has my favorite line in this one. It's the... It the serial killer one? What was it? it? the serial killer one? No. You keep your head high, smooth operator, in a shit-stained suit.
0: Yeah. Whoop. That's hard. Hell I, yeah. That's hard. What was the one you are talking about, serial killer?
1: where i i think um never mind it's not from this song it's not the right song i think it's uh, you first you first no it's just it goes
2: like this song's literally just talking just talking shit on well guys with big
0: trucks
3: with
0: the the truck nuts yeah with
2: the
3: truck nuts (laughs) yeah blah smoke that let off the gas, and they go 50 miles per hour to make, make <laughs> big noise, and then they'll get I mean, They still it. have the ones, to
1: stop at the fucking red light anyway. Yeah, so the yeah,
2: yeah bro, the that. ones you that race before? past you when it's snowing outside, but they're the ones flipped over trying no. to get onto the freeway. No. <laughs> fucking dumbasses. How are you going to you get need-
1: your mail now, bitch?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just taking shots at the big guy, the hot shot, the douchey Chad jerk, bro.
1: Andrew Tate. lit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, literally, It's Probably. literally, a, it's well, literally yes. a calling out the, top G. the white male privilege. <laughs> the top G privilege, bro. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> sick of it. You're all fucking lowercase G.
0: Bro, he could be the poster boy for this fucking song.
1: Can be. Alright, guys. Fucking running out of time. Mm-hmm. I love this song. Mm. I think the lyrics are probably the most profound to me or at least the most like relatable to me yep because holy shit being the person that i am i have terrible just like time management skills but also like the feeling that comes with those poor management (laughs) skills because you know everybody has the oh you know i'll you know text them you know whenever i get the chance blah 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 But the whole song is about, like, well, are you actually going to do that? Just because you said you want to do something like that doesn't mean anything if you're not actually doing it. You know what I mean? It's the whole woulda, coulda, shoulda. And, and like, it's a song about that. Like, yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda, but you didn't, you know? Like, and, yeah, you could feel that remorse for not doing it. But the only way you're going to change your habits is by actually doing that shit. And I think having control of your own time is very, very important and making a song about pretty much saying, Get your fucking shit together, you lazy fuck is very, very dope. Shout outs shout outs to Paramore for that. Like I just love that Hayley Williams is making a song about her realizing her flaws and then owning up to them and not, you know, giving herself a crutch and not, you know, giving herself a way out. She's like, no, that was a shitty thing to do And I'm gonna own up to it. I'm gonna make the time, make the time, people. Do what you gotta do, and and be there for your people, and do what's right, bro. And stop fucking pussyfooting around. Get that shit done, bro. People people don't like a fucking a lazy ass, bro. And And I don't even mean like physically. I just mean like like in your relationships, you know. Make the time. If if people are actually important, let them know that they're important. Well, goddamn, that was like perfectly (laughs) said. Very well put.
2: Yeah. Again, this is the most relatable song off the album, I would say, because it's who's never been there where we're running late to work and we've caused an accident or like something's happened and now we're even more behind because it's all all because we just sat there and we knew we could have left at a decent time, but we chose to fuck around and, you know, we lose track of time right and so that's pretty much what this whole song is about and it's just her coming face to face with her poor time management skills and it's it's something the average person can relate to one way or another and so isaac you said it best and so uh over overall this the song is catchy it's it's fun again i like the i like the first half of this album <laughs> i like the first half of this album
0: well no, like i said th- this is my this is my caveat it is a good song yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: okay it, it's um it, it definitely follows it definitely follows this is why in the news perfectly uh instrumentally completely agree and so we're rolling at this point
0: so then from here we only have three tracks left we kind of went <laughs> like back then forward and now we're like in the middle we have one more song the very very last song that we haven't talked about but the two songs that fall right in the middle you first and figure eight how do you guys feel about these tracks? I think Figure 8 is definitely a top 3 for me. Uh, You first is cool, but uh, I don't I guess it just doesn't have my attention as much as maybe like the other tracks in the second half do. It's a really good song, but like especially when you pair it up with Figure 8. Figure 8 is just oh my god. We listened to it right before this and that fucking like that electronic sample played in in the in the beginning of Figure Eight, just oh, it just moves so well with it, dude. I thought we were gonna get like a complete electronic song out of it. Um, but then, like a, another, you know, very uh, relatable topic is just being stuck in that fucking loop of a toxic ass relationship. I mean, if you can relate to that, fucking congratulations, dog. Word. Yeah, you probably you're look way younger. <laughs> also, word. <Yeah>, actually. <laughs> But yeah, 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 like I, I love the lyrical content. the The sound of it is super dope. It's, th- this is one like how I said math rock earlier. Figure Eight definitely gives me that like math rock kind of sound for sure. You know what it is about?
3: You first is that fact that it's be in between Big Man, Little Dignity, and Figure Eight. Two really good songs, and this and uh, uh, You First just doesn't compare to the two. It's a really good song, but it's not as uh. As good as those two songs, and that's why it's really overshadowed by those two songs. But yeah, I agree with Figure Eight and the whole message behind it: how you get stuck, especially in a toxic relationship, and feel like you can't escape or move past it because of other variables such as feeling alone, or never finding your true love, or being so uh, so in routine with someone for years if not months if not longer
2: uh and you know it's just a routine so she comes out swinging in you first yeah The, the lyrics of this one um i would agree with you guys overall about the song itself but the lyrics again i know we said the lyrics throughout the entire album are really good but again this one she's she's coming out swinging again I mean, talk about karma getting you first. Exactly, Jesus Christ, man! Can't shake the devil sitting on my shoulder. Who invited you? Ah, yeah, it just goes to show um, <laughs> this woman can write a song. She always, she's, she's always been able to, and it shows here. And to follow, to follow it, like Marco said, uh, in in between, big man, little dignity, and figure eight. It, it's perfectly and then going into figure eight this this song this was one of the first songs that kind of like stuck out to me first listen but it just kind of it just kind of fell to the wayside for me mm. uh, overall it, it's a, it's a great track very catchy again but this was one of the ones it just didn't do it for me and i think it's i think it's because it's it's followed by Liar and Crave, which are probably, like, also two of my favorite songs off of this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just think I couldn't appreciate this one for what it was because I knew what I was getting after. Right. So, again, first couple listens, this is the song that really stuck out. But then once I really started to take a deep dive into the album.
0: So it was more like track placement then?
2: it is track placement, definitely. Uh... Just kind of waiting for it to, again, I'm not skipping, but, again, I'm just I'm waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> can it be over so I can go over to the next two tracks after <laughs> totally
1: this like, uh, the, my favorite lyrics are on you first turns out I'm living in a horror film where I'm both the killer and the final girl so who who are you that's hard as fuck bro mm-hmm. it's hard as fuck
0: and then that leads us into the very last track Dick's Goal dog okay you two you and Mark you guys have complete opposite Fucking opinions of this shit, Let's Marcos. Marcos, what do you think about Thick Skull? I think it's a, you know, it's an okay song.
3: It's oh. a good song <laughs> to end it off to, knowing the previous two songs that are just slow. But it's just a boring song. It like oh, got okay. more boring from uh liar to crave to Thick Skull.
0: Just got more, more, more boring.
3: Not bad, but boring,
0: because it was the three slow. Yeah. back to back to back
3: back to back to back and this one i think is like the most slowest and really like the most snooziest it's just like it's like fucking you know there's nothing really makes me want to finish it off so i'm just like
1: right well the album ends on crave <laughs> <laughs> so fuck that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i could see why you feel that way like i mean sonically it really doesn't do anything like super crazy but I guess that's why I like it. I like that it's the most stripped back, the most uh, up close and personal, especially with her vocal performance, where she is whispering almost. And that I love like that real, like I don't want to say raw, but that real just like I don't know. There's something visceral about her her vocal performance on this one. Not that it's like the most craziest, but just that it. It like it almost feels like ASMR in a way. Like if you stripped everything else away and it's just that, bro, she'd be giving me ASMR tingles all over. Yeah. Like I I love I love that that sort of singing style, especially since like this is the and this this is the most of its kind. This is the most like all of those slow songs. Hmm. This is the slowest, the most personal and the most touching. You know, so. It just fucking hits, bro. It fucking hits.
2: Yeah, and and then lyrically, this song perfectly just, this is Haley's story. And so for her to, to go out, personally, I think with a bang, especially like this, with the strip back, with just letting everything out, airing everything out and just letting it go, I think this is a great way to end this album. Because it's like, you know what? We started off like, if you don't like it, move along. And you know what here it is this is me letting go I'm good you can choose to tag along and
1: follow us or <laughs> bye yeah I fuck with that 100 percent it's almost like akin to the first song yeah it like brings it full circle yeah exactly so it's a it's a great it's a great ending track to this album I completely agree
0: Yeah, I I love that this song is the ending song because, like you said, it brings a full circle. But it also ends on such a polar opposite from what we got at the beginning of the album. Like, this one is very... Yeah, this one's very, like, sullen and somber, whereas the beginning was very fucking fast-paced in your face. Like, I, I love when albums, like, evolve within themselves, and I love the evolution that this album took from front to back. I mean... That could just be because I like the second half better than the first, you know. But uh, e- either way, I love the tonal shifts, and thick goal was like – I couldn't have asked for a better better closer at all. Okay, boys, are we ready to wrap up? Wrap it up. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and start with our ending thoughts, top three tracks, and overall score. Keenan, start us off. Woo. So <laughs> – Oh, word? What, what you guys say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, bro, I mean, after five years, I I wasn't quite sure where they were going to go with this. I honestly thought we were going to get something like After Laughter, which was very uh, poppy and upbeat, very 80s sound. So the fact that we got this, um, again, they've matured so much over the years. And it's just it's cool to have been a part of this you know throughout their entire discography and so to see where they're at now and where they're heading it's it's exciting to see because i was saying earlier how like these older bands they just kind of like plateau and they're just kind of releasing stuff just to kind of you know save face but really paramore is still they're still doing it and again the older crowd is always going to be there and them releasing music like this they're gonna attract all the you know the newer audience and it's it's cool to see and it's cool to experience with them they still have it and i'm excited to see if they release more hopefully they do um but i guess with that being said top three tracks are this is why what crave and you first yeah Hell yeah. Overall, 7.5 out of 10.
3: I'll give this album an 8.5. Jesus, Jesus yeah, Christ. It's really That's good. good out of every album that we've reviewed, this is the most I've listened to. I had this shit on repeat. Out T. of all of them? Out of all of them. I've listened to this album probably at least I know, probably like 15 times. God damn. Maybe, at most. But uh, non-skips too. No skips whatsoever. No skips. I feel like if you really... There's been songs off different albums where I'm like, fuck, I can't do this. I can't. I need to skip it. But I feel like I could tolerate the songs that I hate off this album or that I don't like. I kind not necessarily hate a track off this album, but like the one, the fourth track, it's annoying. But it's, I could tolerate it. I could push through it because it's really catchy. And um, seeing that they've grown from their previous album uh, and then from where they started, they've matured 100%. They've matured. And that's fucking amazing that a band can do that and still sound so good. Coming out with an album that is non-skippable for me, at least in my opinion. You have to be up there on the boards at least an 8.5. 8 or 8.5. And I give it an 8.5 because, yeah, I have just found this fucking album really fun. Really fun. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a fucking amazing album. Um, my top three tracks are... Three is Liar... Two is Big
1: Man Little Dignity and one is Figure Eight. For me, uh, this is probably one of my favorite albums uh, lyrically. I really, really enjoy, relate to, and kind of, you know, see myself in a lot of these lyrics. Really, 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 really fuck with that. Um, The sound, you know, not to sound like a scratch CD, you know, is these, that these fine young gentlemen have said, but this shit is—they've matured so much, bro—and they've they've taken their their sound to to new heights, you know. And whether you like it or not, it, you can fucking respect it, you know. A band as old as them, bro, they could be fucking washed, bro. How many bands from their era are still fucking doing it as good as good, you know? they they're probably still doing it. But I mean, at this level of consistency, I don't know. Um, so I I really appreciate what they did. You know, some of the sounds that they play with and you know stuff like that I I wasn't necessarily a big fan of, but it all it all gets washed away with the with the lyrics, bro. I I really do, I really do stand proud by saying that these lyrics really really do fucking hit. Whether you enjoy the song sonically or not, you could still take something away from each and every one of these tracks. That being said, uh, I'd probably give it about a seven, solid seven, six and a half, seven. Uh, and my top three tracks have to be Big Man, Little Dignity, The News, and Running Out of Time with Thick Skull being an honorable mention.
0: Yeah, after listening to this, I wish I was like a lifelong fan or a long term fan, you know, because hearing you guys talk about like the progression and their sound and you know in their style of a band i feel like i can hear it but i just don't know their older shit to really get it but i mean like the music stands for itself um you know like you said uh isaac the songwriting is fucking amazing the lyrical content that Haley puts into this shit is super dope you know i i think pretty much every member of this band showed out on this um and, you know what I really, really fucking appreciate about this is that it's been the first album that they've come out with in a minute. And to keep it at 10 tracks, less than 40 minutes, pff, I couldn't ask for anything better, bro. I'm so sick of these fucking long-ass <laughs> albums. Um, but, you know, with all that being said, again, I'm more of a fan of the second half than the first half. I still can't really overlook this is why the news and <sighs> four tracks. Si es com sa. I I don't know how she says it. She says it in the hook, but <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, you know, despite the lyrical content definitely hitting on a couple of these tracks, uh, overall the sound is just a little. Uh, you know, actually, it's not even the sound. I actually think Haley Williams just doesn't have very good hooks on it. It comes off as like pretty much annoying, especially in that fourth track. Um, and despite it only being three tracks, you know, three tracks in a ten-track album, it's gonna you know impact the score somewhat significantly. So with that being said i'll give it a seven out of ten and my top three tracks are going to be number three figure eight uh, number two liar and number one crave and then that's going to wrap up our review of this is why by paramore thank you guys for listening if you've listened to the album let us know what you think about it if you haven't listened to it listen to it then let us know what you think about it Uh, i might as well just start plugging it at the end of every podcast like subscribe give us a five stars give us whatever you think we you know deserve uh follow us again at the underground treehouse pod on instagram that's really our only main social media at this point uh hopefully you know we'll expand to twitter or whatever in the future but yeah keep a lookout new episodes every week we'll see you guys next one bye